0: Welcome to Aviation Close Calls, cautionary tales from pilots about things that went wrong, what they did, and the advice they have for others. These stories are brought to you by the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, helping you learn from other pilots.
1: We were on our way back from Natfly, the annual fly-in for recreational aircraft held each year on the Easter long weekend at Naromai, New South Wales. We had attended for the full three days in my Rutan Long EZ, which got a lot of attention as it is a unique design. This aircraft was created by Bert Rutan, who designed Virgin spaceship. We departed late, about two hours before last light, for the one-hour trip to Wedderburn, a club strip about 60 kilometres southwest of Sydney. The forecast was for a strong easterly stream with heavy cloud over the ranges and possible lee-side rotor and mountain wave. On the basis that the hills would be socked in, I informed the PAX our alternate would be Bathurst and he needed to prepare to overnight there if we couldn't get through. He wasn't happy about that option. Weather's not looking good, the hills look really socked in. We'll need to divert Bathurst and overnight. I really need to get home, I've got a dinner tonight. Sorry mate, can't do
0: anything
1: about this. On departure, we entered a steady 20 knot headwind that increased as we made our way east. Passing Bathurst and with 30 knots on the nose, we climbed higher to get above the increasing rough ride from the turbulent air coming off the mountains ahead. While going through 7,500 feet and 55 miles from Sydney, We requested to climb into controlled airspace to stay above the rotor. The headwind was now 40 knots and we could see lenticular clouds forming ahead over the ranges. I didn't like the situation as cloud below was solid and the lenticular clouds ahead looked to be at about 10,000 feet. I'm calling it. We can still get through, just climb over the Lenny. Come on, you know, it's clear at the destination. It'll be fine. The PAX was also an experienced pilot and said we could just climb over the Lenny, as we knew it was clear over our destination. Andy had a date for dinner and didn't want to miss that. After some discussion I reluctantly agreed and we proceeded to get a further clearance to 11,000 feet to clear the lenticular cloud. At least the rotor had ceased and we were in smooth air with no feeling of movement apparent all the hallmarks of Mountain Wave. At 11,000 feet, we levelled off, well above the clouds, but still with 40 knots on the nose. Over the top, we saw the lenticular cloud rise up, like a wave, and within 30 seconds, it had washed over us, and we went IFR. I immediately went onto the instruments, but as a VFR pilot, I had quite a workload. We had been in lift going up at 1,000 feet per minute, and when we levelled off, The rising air and the lenticular cloud just kept on rising until it had enveloped us. Then, without warning, the engine began to splutter, so I pulled on the carby heat. The pack said, look at the wings, and when I did, I could see ice forming on the leading edge. Then he yelled, look at the speed! The ASI was almost at redline, so we were diving. Check your wings, check your wings, check your speed. I resisted the temptation to pull back on the stick. I saw we were in a hard left turn, so I banked right until we were level, but still steep nose down, and then east back on the stick. We came out of the dive and started a steep climb, and by the time I pushed the stick forward again, we had gone over the top of the parabola and were heading down again in a nose dive. We did this a few times before I was able to figure it out and get back to level flight. It was touch and go as we transitioned from positive 3G to negative G again and again. The feeling was like a roller coaster at Luna Park. The ATC controller asked why I was descending without a clearance and when I told him we were IMC, he said, get your wings level. I confirmed that was what I intended and he vectored me towards clear air to the southeast. By this time, the engine had stopped and the ice was getting thicker on the wings. The plane felt really heavy. After about five minutes, we were out of the cloud and thankfully also on the windward side of the mountain. In that short space of time, we had descended to 3,000 feet after losing 8,000 feet of altitude. The mountain, only five miles behind us, rose up to 3,585 feet. After another two minutes and 1,000 feet loss, we were able to restart the engine and continued on to Wedderburn for a normal arrival. What an experience. I was shocked how the cloud enveloped us so quickly. Later an instructor said he had experienced climbing cloud over the mountains that was ascending in front of him at over 2,000 feet per minute. He was also trying to get across in a strong wind, but he couldn't climb faster than the cloud, so he turned away. Lessons learnt? Evidently, my mistake was I levelled off, but the cloud didn't. I should have done a 180 when I saw it approaching. I still believe I didn't have enough warning to turn around, so the lesson for me is I will never fly over a lenticular cloud again.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Aviation Close Calls, brought to you by the Civil Aviation Safety Authority. Why not share your story so that others can learn from it too? If we publish it in our Flight Safety Australia magazine, we'll give you $500 for an article you've written yourself or $250 for a story over the phone. Email fsa at casa.gov.au